Thanks for listening. This is Cute Girl Podcast. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Cute Girl Podcast, and welcome if you are new. Today, I want to talk about a specific topic that is really common in today's age, and that is building your brand, specifically building your brand as a teen. I have no idea what your insight on this is, but I feel like in today's age, it is extremely common to see a younger person making a name for themselves, and that can be either on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, social media, and they could be making brand deals, sponsorships, you name it. And after seeing this, I finally discovered a love for the same thing, and I was really stuck at a crossroads of what to do. Today, I'm going to be talking about building my brand as a teen, how you can build your brand as a teen, me, and how I faced criticism and gaining success-filled mindset. I genuinely feel like wanting to build a brand and focusing on building your empire is such a huge task, especially when you may not have the right or accurate mindset and you could be facing criticism because of your age. I know I've dealt with so much criticism from like friends and family just being like, oh my gosh, like, isn't this kind of a little much? And I strongly doubt that. Like, I think if you want to build a brand, if you want to be successful on YouTube, be successful on TikTok, Instagram, social media, you can very much make that happen. But it's so important to take the right steps to do so. So I'm going to be sharing my journey so far in trying to become successful in social media and how that's been for me trying to gain the right mindset and facing criticism and how I've dealt with that. I think the first step is genuinely developing a success-filled mindset. That is completely desired because I have a belief and this belief is if you go into any business, any industry, workplace, and you're automatically thinking, I'm so charming, I will for sure get this deal or I'm so social, I will for sure hit 100k followers by the end of this month, you will not make it. You will fail going into any business, any setting, or any workplace automatically thinking that you're going to be the hot stuff, that you are going to be the top 10. Truly, success in any business, office or not, takes time, practice, and consistency. I recently got hired as systems and administrative assistant at my job that I had been interning at for nearly two and a half months, and that genuinely was getting through the dirt and getting through the grime. I'm not saying that I was like an intern that was just like smacked around, but being an intern is not easy. You know, you're working for free, you are volunteering, and you're dedicating your time. It really does bring out whether or not you have it for the job that you're trying to go to. I know a lot of people, I have an uncle um, who is really into news and media. That is what he majored in. And he started out as an intern. And um, what was it? I think he interned for like ESPN or something. I'm not so sure. But he had to go through the difficult stuff. And yeah, he had to do the cliche coffee runs and the lunch orders and everything else. And that is literally being an intern. And it's crazy, but it is what it is. And I think... If you automatically go into something that you never, you know, you have no expertise in, literally have no knowledge whatsoever, thinking that you are going to be a hot shot and a one hit wonder, whatever that is, but you will fail. And I think I 
when starting my podcast, I immediately had big brain energy. I automatically thought that my podcast would take off with flying colors. And currently, I've been podcasting for eight months and I'm still working on consistently growing my platform, promoting my episodes, writing show notes, linking the items or the products that I talk about. And it's a lot of work. Like in the beginning, I was extremely close to quitting. Like I had a nervous breakdown um, in like mid December because that's when I set up Cute Girl Podcast on Instagram. And um, I set up my Twitter pages, my TikTok, and I actively post to those. I always have my social medias, my personal social medias, and the podcast social medias linked in every episode. So if you're interested in checking those out, you're more than welcome to. But that was a lot of hard work to come with a with an uploading schedule, to come up with the content routine, and to not only find what worked for me, but to find the kind of content that I wanted to put out there. Like I, even though I'm eight months into the podcasting world, I'm still trying to find my niche, niche down and just like genuinely find what I want to talk about. Find, you know, are you about lifestyle? Okay, what about lifestyle? You know, and it's that's the struggle of just genuinely niching, niching down as much as possible. I know I'm saying it wrong. It's like niche, but like, I don't really care. I, I like niche better. But I think it's a lot of genuinely figuring out what's your area of expertise. What do you like to talk about? And that was genuinely hard for me because like I, I, I love talking about everything. I'm a very random person. And um, I know that even on the other side, I know that I'm stronger than I think. Because I think when I went into this, obviously, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm top tier, top notch, things like that. And realizing that like I didn't know anything, that like I truly didn't know what setting to have my microphone on or how to do sound checks, like did not know that. But like genuinely, it made me realize how capable I actually was and how strong I was. Because like I look back and I'm like, wow, like I really did learn a lot. So I think it's a huge confidence booster really humbling yourself before you go into anything especially if it's something that you don't know about because like you can really see like oh my gosh I really I really kept up with this or you know this was something that I learned I think I think you know going into a passion that is like there's so many possibilities and it's genuinely limitless and like finding your way in that is a huge self-esteem booster because you can genuinely see like oh my gosh I learned this And you realize that you're capable of learning something that you have absolutely nothing to, you know, prove or nothing to know about, etc. I think that sometimes underestimating yourself is key because like you don't know everything. To be wise is to truly know that you know nothing. And when you underestimate yourself in any workplace, and that could be in any field, that could be business, medicine, real estate, and not knowing a thing, it is a great chance to prove to yourself, to prove to others, to prove to your higher ups, your authorities, etc., that you are capable. You You truly are stronger than you think. Once you master the mindset, you can truly move on to actually building your brand, which is something that I worked on for a really long time and I still am. I'm trying to find like, you know, my way and just like how it works for me, how content works for me, when can I upload, when can I record, etc. Um, genuinely becoming available on social media, regularly posting content, finding your niche, etc. Like if you are running a nail business um, out of your house, out of an office, whatever, like become available on social media, like make all the social medias that you can. I think the only social media that I probably haven't made for my podcast is Snapchat because I barely use Snapchat, like my personal account. But 
I started to become available on every social media and not only that but like completely setting it up making sure they all match um and I think before I announced my podcast account I like batch recorded like a lot of content so that way when my Instagram account for cute girl podcast did go up and was officially live I had content to back it up it wasn't just this like empty Instagram page and that's the thing it's like no one's gonna follow an inactive Instagram page and for a long time I think I would only post like twice a month on my podcast account if that and I learned about consistency consistency is key I hated to hear it but um I've been trying to grow my TikTok and genuinely becoming consistent on TikTok has literally saved it like I have gained probably 70 followers in the last month and that's crazy because that like growth is slow on my page at least and you know it's crazy because I actually Instagram is focusing more on micro influencers and are focusing more on prioritizing smaller accounts smaller uh content creators which is so great my mom was sharing that with me and you know because my mom is always so encouraging toward me is always supporting me and always like giving me um little tips and she's always like hey like follow this instagram page they have like instagram tips and how to grow as a content creator because she knows i love social media hence why i work where i work and i do what i do and i love it but um genuinely learning the algorithm is crazy it changes so much like even on youtube like so many um so many youtubers that i watch are now saying in their videos like hey guys like please subscribe to my channel it's really important that you stay subscribed and i hate to admit that but it is true the algorithm on every social media changes so so much and it's you know obviously to keep you hooked on but um it's crazy because it's a lot of learning but when you become more when you become more, I guess, flexible with your scheduling, your posting, you begin to to develop a routine. It takes time out of your day, especially, but like that's essential. That's crucial to building your brand. And of course, it takes time, like little things such as like colors, your content routine, your aesthetic, scheduling, whatever it is, like it takes time. I would say to if if that is your if that's what you want to do and if you just have social media for fun then like i would just excuse all this advice but i really love the idea of social media i love social media i love networking i like for a person that's not good at math i love analytics like they just it's so therapeutic to me like making reels making tiktoks and like captioning them um using valuable hashtags like that is so therapeutic to me i love it editing like amazing and um i noticed that when i was like really oh no wait i was trying to go back to hold on hold on let me put a pin in that if it is possible for you to get with someone say if you want a manager like make your manager your mom like i think that's what i did when i was um when i was making videos on youtube i would just like um have my mom like be my manager and i would tell her like hey like you know this whatever give me feedback i would make content and then i would give it to my mom and she would make uh, revisions or feedback or what to do more of what to do less of etc and it is frustrating but like in a way she was my mentor because like she you know my mom knows that and so she gave me like a really good upper hand I had an advantage and that was great if it is possible get with someone get with a friend get with a a partner maybe your partner is familiar in networking social media uh a business mentor I mean preferably with a female but like it's it's really good because you have that advantage and also you have that outside perspective it's not just you looking at your content and that person i mean when you're when they're reviewing your content it's like they're like an like an audience member and it's good because that person is gonna say like hey your audience 
what your audience would like this so your audience maybe would not find it this funny or maybe switch out this music to a more trending audio um anything to really have you have an advantage over the algorithm is crucial so i would say if you can get with a person and get with a friend get with a partner uh, a mentor a parent anyone that can genuinely help you and give you useful criticism is so necessary and it actually boosts the way your content can be delivered into the algorithm for me promoting my content was a real struggle and i'm gonna get into this in a second but like i was really scared of just what people would think um i think like even with my podcast i get so scared to like literally post an episode and then like advertise it on my instagram because like i don't want to be annoying or you know i don't want to uh be so consistent that i'm like annoying the people that are following me and i lose followers i would say to just not let that be your fear put a pin in that because i'm going to talk about that in a second but I just want to finish off this last point before I get into that because that is going to be like literally half this episode because I'm so excited to talk about criticism, how I dealt with it, how I faced it, etc. And genuinely talking about consistency as a topic in itself as a whole, creating an uploading schedule. So like if you are wanting to become, uh, if you want to gain a good following on instagram and tiktok to eventually sell a product a service or an online course create an uploading schedule so say like on monday i'm going to upload one tiktok here and i'm going to upload two reels on my main account um and a great way of doing that is batch recording i would always say like okay tuesday i'm gonna upload uh four tiktoks whatever and then tuesday i would not find time to record because like i work i'm a full-time student and um I would always find that like I could never stay consistent because like I didn't have the time to record. My recommendation would be to find one hour in your entire week, which make the time. Like if content creating is important to you, you will make sure that you have the time. Find an hour in the week to record your content, to record your content, to create content I would say record like 15 TikToks and then share that on your Instagram and your TikTok and whatever else social media that you have. That way, if you're on the go, if you're at school, if you're at work, whatever is preoccupying your time, you're getting content out there regardless of the time that you personally have because you've taken that time. It's it's about sacrifice because if social media, if content creating is really important to you, find that time in your life, find one hour just to start an hour to record your content and i promise you you will flourish because that comes in handy and especially like when you don't have time like when you're on the go it's like i think uh two weeks ago i was in mexico and i think i didn't oh yeah no i didn't have time to record and like i did record a few tiktoks but like ultimately like i would have missed an entire week of content making had i not done that and i know looking back i would have missed an entire week of growth had i not filmed before actually leaving for my trip and that week that i was uploading like literally in another country was the week that i had the most growth on tiktok which was crazy i would have missed out on that had i not batch recorded and saved that content in my draft so i would highly recommend if you are very serious no funny business about creating content and becoming successful on social media batch record your content i promise you it will pay off in the end okay now I'm really excited to talk about facing criticism because this is something that I experienced a lot throughout my lifetime. I make it sound I make it sound like I'm like 60 years old. Like, nah, dude, I'm like 16, turning 17 in a few months. But like when I tell you I've had ex 
experiences facing criticism, I do not joke. And here were my circumstances. Your circumstances could have been completely different and maybe quite beneficial, but these were mine. I go to a public school with like 3,000 students and I receive criticism. Um, I receive positive criticism, negative criticism. I receive constructive criticism, not so constructive criticism. And like there's a difference between constructive and not constructive criticism. And like you will realize which is which. I love constructive criticism. If someone says like, hey, I loved your reel. It was so great. But maybe try to switch out the music next time. I I think that that's really constructive because they're saying something nice but yet they're like hey maybe try this maybe this could work better unconstructive and unproductive criticism is literally being like your reel was so cringy and it's really similar to hate so you'll kind of know and you'll know to like differentiate that even in middle school because like i started making youtube videos when i was in like seventh grade and like i just really loved it as a hobby and i experienced like people playing videos in front of me even now like people playing episodes in front of me like in a classroom or just like around me and like i know i know they're making fun of me or like reading my content in front of me like all in like a mocking way mocking tone and i've even had countless interactions with people who have like straight up made fun of my content like i've heard things uh, people being like i don't even like your podcast i don't even listen to it or like i don't even i like your i see your tiktoks but i don't like them like you know like tap the button or your podcast is cringy and it's like you have to create the right mindset about your content because if you go into your content being like oh my gosh like i i am embarrassing you're gonna start believing it and before you know it you're running yourself off of your own potential platform like you need to give yourself the mindset to flourish if you're going into it thinking that your content isn't helping anyone thinking that you're not qualified enough that you're not an expert that you have no knowledge of it your your audience is going to sense that and they're not going to want to follow you when you're trying to gain new followers, when you're trying to grow as a content creator, you need to give your followers a reason to follow you. And your your audience, your followers, your supporters will see that you are not confident in the content you're putting out there. So I think if you are receiving hate, if you are receiving criticism, if you are receiving backlash about your content, well, you know, depends on the kind of backlash. If it's like, just backlash like ew i hate your videos like that kind of thing but if you're receiving that then you're doing something right because if everyone just liked your content if everyone whatever i feel like that's a red flag because like everyone regard like you could be the nicest person and whatever content you put out there like you're still gonna get hate and that's the thing like i've received really good feedback and compliments but there's always been that one percent and here's a moment where i kind of want to use a little bit of common sense if someone is belittling what you're doing and they're making fun of the content that you're putting out there it's because they know that they could never do what you're doing and they have an insecurity and they have a desire to pull others into that pit of insecurity the fact that i have a podcast and the fact that i like am trying to grow a platform on tiktok and instagram surprises no one so does not surprise my family does not surprise my friends or like people that i've known forever because like i've always loved that like i've always loved vlogging with my friends i've always loved like talking to myself like and i just i truly truly love talking i love social media i love taking photos i love editing it's so so great like analytics like is so it's it's therapy to me i love it but um even if you're doing what you love like there are gonna be people that just have bad things to say about it and it is what it is 
One of my favorite quotes, especially when receiving negative and unconstructive, unproductive criticism, goes like this, and it says, When someone claps back at you for no reason at all, that is their insecurity talking. Remember, confidence is silent, insecurity is loud. My biggest tip to anyone looking to create an empire, to create a brand, a name for themselves on social media, do not care about whether or not people are going to unfollow you. If people do unfollow you, it's either because they genuinely don't like your your content, and that's fine. Not everyone is going to like what you put out there. Or they might be insecure. They might just have something going on. But, like, don't not post about what you care about. Don't hold back on the knowledge that you have. Because remember, there's only one of you. There's only one person that knows what you know. There's only one person that has the knowledge that you have, that has the life lessons that you have, that has the experience that you have. So put that out there. And if someone is unfollowing you because of that or they just, you know, don't like your content, don't be afraid to hold back on the knowledge that you have because there's only one of you that can share that. I spent so much time like not talking about like um one of my favorite topics, which is lifestyle. I love talking about health, beauty, wellness, faith, all of the above. And like I did not want to, you know, be annoying to my followers on Instagram. And like Instagram, I guess, is where I have kind of like a platform. I don't really I have like 500 followers, which is almost 500 followers, which is a good start. But like I hope to grow that platform by the end of the year or, you know, it's in God's hands. It's in his timing. But I was very afraid to, like, annoy the people that, like, were seeing my um, stories. Like, I have, like, a good amount of people that would look at my stories and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't want to post about, like, pointless things. Or, like, I don't want to post about, like, unnecessary, like, personal things. Like, post what you want to post. Your job is to serve your community. And if they don't like it, they'll leave. But don't hold back on what you have. Sorry, that's my mom using the ice baker. (laughs) You gotta love your mom. (laughs) are we gonna wait for it okay is she gonna finish yay she's done um but don't hold back on what you have to say just because you're afraid of like annoying your audience your job is to serve your community and if you're doing just that then great don't worry about the 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 the, 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 the. (laughs) don't worry about the backlash you might receive the hate the criticism anything like that because that'll come like you know don't worry like there's no preventing that But as long as you're putting your knowledge out there, you're being productive, and that's something that you should be proud of. I think this is my favorite episode that I've recorded this month. I think that I made a lot of, like, really good, crucial points and points that I wish I would have instilled in my own self and in my own, you know, creating content in my own routine um, before attempting to become successful on social media. Social media is something that I absolutely love. I cannot wait to see what it has in store for me but i just i love it and i love giving advice on it i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and if you feel that it's on your heart please check out my social medias i have my personal social media and my podcast social medias all in the links of every single episode and with that being said i hope you guys enjoyed this and i will see you guys in the next